and welcome to the Heart Guide Media Podcast. Uh, this is going to be a horror news episode. We're just going to talk about some horror news and some upcoming uh, shit within the genre. And uh, we have uh, Mr. Sean Henderson, Mr. Brian C. Tyler, Mr. Eric Scott Tyler, and uh, I can assure you that two of the three look as about unenthused as anything I've ever fucking seen in this goddamn pandemic world we live in. Hey, I'm awake. I'm ready. How about you get closer? You're supposed to fucking be saving up for the graveyard shift. Brian? Yes? Explain why you have blue shorts on. Blue's my favorite color. That's all we needed. Everyone say hello. Hello. Hello, hello. All right. So this week, this past week, on Monday, and there was rumblings a few months ago that there was going to be a Blu-ray box a new blu-ray box set for the friday the 13th franchise to be released obviously the vic miller and uh sean cunningham uh legal feud the the legal uh process that's going on right now for the rights to the friday the 13th franchise uh deals with newer uh entries and new content uh, that ties up anything new being made, be it movies, be it another video game, or anything new coming. But any of the prior films <clears throat> are fair game to be released onto new formats or re-released onto new formats, as in Blu-ray, as in a new box set. There was rumblings that someone was going to put out, put it out early Monday. It was rumored, and it started coming out that Scream Factory was about to announce. And they certainly did. They announced a 16-disc Blu-ray box set for all 12 films, including uh, the 2009 remake. An uncut version, finally, of Jason Goes to Hell. 4K transfers for the first four films. New special features for almost every single one of them. Uh, having the original artwork in each individual case for each of them. Uh, they offer a lithograph and uh, regular poster as a part of initially 1,313. The first orders would get that. Did so well. Uh, the site crashed when it went up, so they bumped it up the, to the first 7,000 of 13,000 made. Ordered from Scream Factory will indeed get these two posters. And it comes housed in a very a har a hard cardboard case with this new artwork that has images of jason uh from each film and scenes from each film and it looks pretty radical and pretty out there and awesome and uh a blu-ray box set i think that uh was rightly priced at 160 dollars, especially if you got in and the first seven thousand that got the the two the free lithograph poster and the regular poster uh so uh, guys uh initial thoughts on uh this awesome release from scream factory getting uh all 12 films in 16 discs with additional content in this amazing blu-ray box set no i'm really excited uh i think my selling point was the unrated cut of jason goes to hell same same that's uh huge it's something we've wanted and especially uh in uh a new 2k transfer to a high definition transfer so brian what are your thoughts on this blu-ray box that we all purchased it as well so i was so pissed when i found out about it and then when i looked at it 
because it seems like I just bought that old box out. The 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 steel tin Friday Thirteenth Blu-ray box. Yes, you know, and then <laughs> hold on, and I was like, I don't want to like spend all this money on all these movies that I already have on Blu-ray, but then when I looked at it and thought about it, I'm like, this is fucking amazing for us horror fans. It's beautiful to look at. And it's going to be really nice to have Jason Goes to Hell uncut on Blu-ray. I'm always excited for new special features. It's going to look great next to my Halloween Screen Factory box set. And, yeah, so I'm pretty excited. I hope they do one for Nightmare on Elm Street as well, though. Hopefully they do secure the rights to that, because that would be great. But, uh... I just want to point out the fact that I'm a huge Halloween fan, but I didn't buy that box set, but I bought this box set. Well, I think a lot of people slept on the Halloween one until all the piece of shit scumbag asshole resellers went and realized that there was some left and it started selling for more and then just bought those copies wherever they were available and now sell them for $600 on eBay. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely one of the ones who, I'm a diehard Halloween fan, I missed out on that. Exactly. And, uh... You know, same thing happened with that Friday the 13th tin, tin case box that the Brian had mentioned that came out, uh, I think, in 2013, I believe. Uh, How much was that box set when that came out? I think it ran like 70 or $80 for a little bit. I think for a while it was sixty nine ninety nine. I could be wrong. I think that's what it ran for initially. I just had got another idea for my cremation. Before um, before that, I'm going to finish what I was saying. Okay. Um... <laughs> So, um, but yeah, that, that box set, uh, got released, I believe in, in fall or summer of 2013, uh, was seemingly out of print until Best Buy found some in their distribution center and distributed them to several stores and people, it got around the horror community quick. And unfortunately about 50% of the horror community are scumbag asshole cocksuckers and they will buy several copies and then resell them for higher value. To me, that isn't a collector. A collector, a true collector and a fan of horror will help out his fellow friends and his fellow horror fans and wouldn't try to make like $200 on that set by selling it for $269 or $280 or $300. To me, that's a piece of shit cocksucker that fucking ruins it for the people who are true fans that try to get their hands on it because even to try to make 20 or 30 bucks on it fine but when you're selling it for hundreds of dollars more to try to just fuck someone and make money but that's that goes with everything though because greed controls everything money controls everything so unfortunately fandom and real collectors out there are few and far between most of them uh, unfortunately turn cocksuckery and do that shit. Uh, and it really pisses me off. And that's what pissed me off about that Blu-ray 10, uh, that people, you know, went out and bought copies or people who probably weren't even interested bought copies just to have them, uh, depriving, uh, other fans, true fans, um, copies. And, uh, it's very unfortunate, but I was glad that we were, all of us were able to get our hands on this for sure. 100%, yeah. I mean, it was got a little sketchy there for a little bit, but we got him. Yes, we did. Uh, but uh, is there anything uh, particular in this box set that anybody's looking forward to? I know Sean mentioned the uh, unrated cut of Jason Goes to Hell, which I am excited for, too. 
Uh, and I'm always excited for any new special features. I know if you have the Crystal Lake Memories uh, novel or the documentary that came out, obviously there's so much that's been covered. And uh, But for this series and maybe the Nightmare on Elm Street series, I feel like, uh, and even the Halloween series, I feel like you just can't give us enough content on these films because they're, these franchises are so beloved. For sure. I actually have like um, the list of like everything that's on every disc in front of me, and it's just really a lot of exciting stuff, that's for sure. Obviously, the Jason Goes to Hell thing is probably the most exciting for a lot of us, but um, there's quite a bit of new, new things, that's for sure. Yeah, and uh, needless to say, the artwork was excellent, excellently uh, executed, and there will be a, uh, alternative artwork for some of the releases, too, that where you can flip them around if you don't want the original artwork, but I love all the original artwork. That's what is, I'm is that most... for individual cases? Yeah, not all, not all of them, but I, so I think one probably one through four, yeah. I'm pretty excited just to have the individual cases with the original artwork. Yeah. I think every blu-ray release of an older movie should have the original artwork yeah because the tin one was was like these like it was the tin one was essentially the same discs that are in that blu-ray box set that eric and i have or dvd box set that eric and i have and those are the alt i think they're called the ultimate cuts right eric yeah or the um yeah the deluxe editions they're called i do like the book style that the the tin box that it did have yeah i that's why i'm not getting rid of it i actually kind of well i think it's actually similar to the book style in that one too yeah and it reminds me of the book style like some of my favorite box sets like the alien quadrilogy yeah now does it have the kill counts and everything in your book i believe so yeah that's what that's what i like about the one that i was uh just pointing out to these guys eric was the the one that we have has the the year it was released, the day it was released, the kill counts for each movie. I thought that was really cool for the DVD box sets. Yeah, I mean, I, I really love the packaging for that. The only thing I don't like is the box technically that it's in is very fragile. Yeah. Actually, I unfortunately damaged mine since uh, in one of my moves. But uh, other than that, I mean... I know we all love uh, Jason and Jason Goes to Hell, but... I don't know. The artwork on on the tin just it doesn't really pop like the artwork right. on the Scream Factory box pop. I do right. love that right. this one has like you were saying, Brian, like this one has every case. Like the, there's the box with there's not like, you know, like a booklet like every every film gets its own uh own case, which is still rad too, you know. Yeah. And can we can we talk about the artwork on the box? Yeah, like, it's yeah. that's amazing. They yeah, got, it's amazing, like, yeah. Every Jason from each movie, they got Roy in there. Mm-hmm. Every incarnation, for sure. And really it's, great uh, detail. I'm excited to actually <laughs> see it, because it's going to be an art piece in and of itself, not just a, a housing for the for the films. Oh, for it's sure. an art piece. Um, Is but, it, are you guys going to get... I mean, it's, it would look great. It's going to look great framed, that's for sure. Yeah. Oh, it's wrong with that, that poster. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know what's unfortunate is, uh, initially, when the first Friday the 13th box set came out... The one with the slim cases. I had that. That really generic looking one. That one was so poorly done. I know, but you know, I still remember buying it when I was like, what, maybe 13, 14 when mm-hmm. that came out. And thinking it was the most exciting thing ever. That was like buying a box set of all the movies. It just seemed... I, it's like 
funny looking back on that and thinking when you buy that, it's not going to get any cooler than that. You know, you know what's funny too is it's such a drastic difference between the first DVD box set of the Friday the 13th films and then the first DVD box set of the Nightmare on Elm Street films. The one that made Freddy. Yeah, which is amazing and it has the cool cardboard housing around yeah. it and Still all the better than the Blu-ray box. I know that that annihilates that Blu-ray box set. And I have the Blu-ray box set right next to it and it's about as thin as the fucking Prometheus fucking Blu-ray. And uh and yeah, the the DVD box set for Nightmare on Elm Street, which is what we're obviously saying we wish Scream Factory would get the rights to to do that box set. But I figure if they can get the Halloween franchise, they can get all those under one umbrella for release. Eventually, they will get Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, yeah. I need to, I need to get my hands on the Halloween. But yeah, if they, I mean, you got to think, especially with how great this one's selling. I mean, I think we'll probably touch on that. But so many have sold already, and like it hasn't even been a week. I wonder if, you know, now that Halloween Kills has unfortunately been fucking pushed back to next year. So we're waiting another year and a half almost uh, for the for the follow-up to 2018 Halloween. Um, maybe right around then, maybe for the next year and almost year and a half, they get their shit together to re-release that box set. I feel like that would be smart on their part. Unfortunately, I have a feeling it might be a legal issue with the rights or something like that but it would maybe they'll wait till halloween ends comes out and is out and then they release those three films in with the box uh, and re-release yeah. them so we can only hope for that yeah i mean usually it boils down to something illegal oh yeah or something legal like with right. the, not illegal but yeah i mean so you're probably sadly right about that yep uh so uh some other horror news uh, to touch upon now that we've spent a, a healthy uh, chunk on the uh, Friday the 13th Blu-ray box that the Scream Factor is putting out is... Uh, also, it, what, that drops, what, October 13th? I'm sorry, October 13th is when it drops, right? October 13th. Um, yeah. about the box set before we jump ship. I uh, hear yeah, talking about collectors and eBay and shit. Like, I already found people trying to sell... The ones that they pre-ordered on yeah, eBay. For, like, 250 Yeah, because they're scumbags. <laughs> it doesn't, and, like, how dumb are people? Like, you can still buy it, so... I um, actually might even go on there and harass a couple of those sellers and just be like, you piece of shit scumbag motherfucker. <laughs> Where do you live, pussy? Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, so it was just a, a teaser trailer was announced for Don Mancini's child's play aka chucky uh series that'll be premiering on usa and sci-fi because they're under the same parent company uh any thoughts on this i think it's really cool i like the teaser trailer i'm interested to see where he's gonna go with this uh he's kept the franchise going and, and kind of reinvented it and got it fresh with curse of chucky um and uh i like that he is standing his ground after uh after Universal pretty much told him to go fuck himself and made a, a reboot to his film, which I recently saw that film, and I think it was good for what it was, but if they completely just didn't use child, try to rely on the child's play name because these studios are such chicken shit, pansy piece of shit motherfuckers that are so afraid of putting their own goddamn ideas out there, they gotta rely on other people's fucking foundations of success to do anything for themselves so they latch on to the good guy the chucky name the child's play name and try to pass it off 
if it would have went its own route, I think it, I would have enjoyed it more. But I felt pandered to. I felt like someone was trying to pull my pants down and lightly stroke my cock while I was trying to uh, give their film a chance. And it was very distracting. And I wanted to punch them in the mouth while they tried to do that. Um, and I think it, like I said, I think it just pandered to, tried pandering to me. And uh, I don't appreciate it. I think it was stupid filmmaking. I think they insulted my fucking intelligence by thinking like, oh, you know how we'll really get the people who we think are diehard horror fans to like it? We'll throw Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 in there, and that'll fucking give us some cred. You don't have cred. You're a fucking lame idiot. I would just like to point out that you started that. Oh, by saying uh, you well, I'm going to say half brain. Excuse what me, half, half brain. I would like to say that you complain every time you see Night of the Living Dead playing on a TV screen in a horror movie. No, I don't. Yeah, you do. When have I complained about that? When will I have ever? When have I ever complained about seeing George Romero's crowning achievement and a crowning achievement in the horror genre being put on it? I've never complained about that because you said that when they do that, it's just because it's it's free. They're using it's a public domain. Yeah, I've complained about the, the, the for doing that, not seeing the film on there or anything. But yes, because that because they know they don't have to pay George. But I can't remember which film. You know who it was? It was Joe Dante. Joe Dante put it in there, and he actually cut a check to George Romero for that. That yes. So yes, I I you have talked. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> so Thank yes, you. for that for that reason, because people will do it. So they're like, oh, we we can fuck George and put it on there. Not I've never complained about seeing it because I love when people put it in there. But if you're a non piece of shit chicken motherfucker. You'll cut a check to George when he was alive. Uh, Joe Dante had it in Bearing the X, which came out in 2014, I believe. And he cut a check to George because he used it. And that was the right fucking thing to do. And Joe Dante is a goddamn gentleman for doing such. So I would just like to say, since you pointed it out, I thought it was cool that they did pay for Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 when they could have just gotten, like, any horror movie in there. Like, but you said it was pandering... And that's why it pissed you off. So I get it. Thank you. Anybody else have any comments on that piece of shit movie? <laughs> I, I thought I didn't have a problem with it. I thought it was cute for what it was, and I knew we were still getting what Don Mancini had planned for us, so I wasn't mad at it. The producers pretty much said like Don Mancini, we're gonna remake Child's Play. Because we want to make money off it because we're cheap pieces of shit. But you can still do whatever you want to do with the property. But we're they not wanted taking it away from I you. know, but they wanted Don Mancini's name as like an executive producer so they could like I said, because they knew what they were doing and they knew they could pander to fans if they had Mancini on board to say, Hey, thumbs up, it's a good thing. But Mancini's like, No, I don't even like the idea of you doing it because I'm continuing the story with a TV series that I'm doing. And they said, well, sorry, we're doing it. And he goes, well, I'm not having anything to do with it. But we're still going to watch the show. That's all I care yeah, about. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely really, watching really the show. I'm excited about the show. And sorry, I can't buy Aubrey Edwards as like a, a mother or anything like that. I it's don't know not... who Aubrey Edwards is. Aubrey Plaza? It's Aubrey oh. Plaza. <laughs> <laughs> Aubrey Plaza. I, I agree with you. I was pretty excited to see what she, why they cast her in the movie. I thought she would be funny in it. 
and she wasn't. Yeah, they, I'm not gonna lie. Just I, I thought I was like his sister at first when I saw in theaters. Yeah, same. I mean, Aubrey they explained Edwards. that. Aubrey she, Edwards. <laughs> Aubrey Plaza, I meant. Who's Aubrey? Who's Aubrey? She's Edwards? a wrestling referee. Oh, okay. <laughs> they should have cast her. Yeah, they definitely should have. Uh, Eric, you said you had some more uh, horror news you wanted to bring up, right? Did we all? Did you talk about your excitement for the Child's Play show? I discovered it today. I didn't even know. That was kind of rude. I wouldn't have known if you were excited or not. You could have been like, I don't really care. Sorry. That's no, I'm going to watch it. Is Brad Dorff doing a voice truck yet? Yeah. I'm just wondering, whoa. And you know what? I bet we'll see Fiona Dorif. I bet we'll see Jennifer Tilly. I bet we'll see Alex Vincent. Well, I wasn't sure if they're going to bring back the best voice actor. You know, Mark Hamill to do the voice again. Catherine Hicks, maybe. I'm fucking around. Chris Sarandon. The possibilities are endless. It's a TV show. That's another thing, too. They're like, oh, we'll throw Mark Hamill in there. We'll get all the friggin' Star Wars nerds. Try to pander to them, too. Mark They're Hamill's a voice actor, anyways. Yeah, but still, they knew what they were doing. It was doing. more, he did more of the Joker voice than anything else. Yeah, but they knew what they were doing. They were trying to get people like you. Fuck you. That's not a, that's not an insult to you, it's an insult to them. Saying people like you. Yeah, you, you said people that, like you. It's not an Eric's insult. Eric's also a Star Wars fan. You well, cater to him? I still like you guys, uh, but that's unfortunate. That people you're like you is a good thing, guys. It's a compliment. <laughs> Eric, you said you had more horror news you wanted to relate to us. Well, yeah, I mean, I have some other stuff, but I did want to, I did want to kind of just touch a little bit more on Halloween Kills and and what we thought of the teaser and how we feel about it getting pushed back a year. Yeah, I mean, and just how just how awful that is. Yeah, it's uh, you know the many effects of this uh, bullshit, fucking stupid pandemic and this stupid virus that has just ruined everything. Uh, there's nothing we can do. We got to sit and. And clinch the pillow and take it. Hell yeah. I um, completely yeah, respect the decision to push it back. It kind of sucks. But I'm not ready to sit in a theater with locals. I'm not I'm, I'm not di- I'm not saying that it's not the right thing to do. They would No and, and to be completely honest with you, it's if you think for a second anybody involved with that film gives a fuck whether or not like you know ultimately they could say that but if they open the theaters up and uh you know they've pushed the movie back now so there's no going back but if things did relax around the country say the last two weeks they would have relaxed instead of ramped back up because all these fucking anti-maskers uh if if it if that happened and they thought that they would get a lot of people coming out to theaters, they would have put it out. But they knew, and they said, they were at least honest in their statement and said, you know, this, we'd take a fucking licking, and we probably wouldn't be keep ticking if we didn't get fucking... What the fuck? <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> start over. All right, we, you know, they knew they were going to get their asses handed to them with low box office sales because of the yeah. pandemic. Uh, ultimately... I mean, if the movie did well, do you think they'd really care if the four of us died? No, it wouldn't get to them. It'd be out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, some people died because they I wasn't, went to... Regardless. I wasn't saying that. Regardless, right. it's pushback. There's no going back. Yes, it sucks. I understand why they did it. How does it feel when people let you finish your sentences? It feels like, great. It 
Um, Listen, I'm already used to movies getting pushed back. You know, Ghostbusters Afterlife was supposed to get released this year, so... Wonder Woman 1984. I was pretty upset. Did they officially get pushed back? So far, Halloween's the only thing I care about. What what did everyone think of the little teaser trailer? I I loved it. Ghostbusters fan, not like you are. I love Ghostbusters. I was just kidding just to get a rise out of Sean. I love the BC, teaser trailer you, for uh, Halloween Kills. Could you uh, be Jamie Lee Curtis in the, tra- in the teaser right now? Oh, teaser trailer? Yeah, I enjoyed the teaser trailer. I thought it was really cute how Jamie Lee Curtis like really didn't expect the fire department to show up when she burned her house down. <laughs> she was like, let it burn! And then she's probably going to be like, guys, I totally forgot about the fire department. I didn't think they were going to come. Listen, I know that you yelled out the window to some kids once. Uh, you did the boys avenge me from, uh, <laughs> from Red Dawn. Do you think maybe someday you'll you'll scream let it burn out the window to some kids? Well, fucking, if Brian ever goes by a fucking fire truck, definitely. Well, I saw a video of the biggest of this dude. in my life that I was not in the car with Brian. Did the boys avenge me lie to those kids? <laughs> I'm sorry, nobody knows what I'm talking about, but I apologize. All right, anyway. Also, Candyman got no, pushed back a month, right? in the car. What's that? Sorry, these guys are having a private conversation. No, we're telling what Eric's talking about. Uh, but you said it was just Candy- us two, but I was the one that yelled it, so how could it just No, us three. Two? Oh. Uh, Candyman got pushed back a month, right? From to October? October this year? Right? Does it not get pushed back? Yeah. I think it's yeah, getting pushed back to next year. There's no way they're opening the theaters in October. I was going to say, they might as well just push every movie to next year. Yep. Uh, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I thought I read that it just got pushed back a month. Obviously, they don't know. It did. I'm pretty sure officially for now, it's still supposed to come out this year, but I do think it'll get pushed back because... I don't yeah, think we true. will see one movie in the theaters. I don't think one theater in the entire United States will open before 2021. No. Which is the show? I hope that's not true. Because they're saying no the, concerts until 2022. The next... Um, there's a Purge movie that got pushed back too. I think the Forever Purge. Or something yeah, we're all like that. that's heartbroken by that one. Next, next, next yeah. summer. I'm cutting myself I over that. I that? haven't seen a Purge movie. I haven't seen any Purge since yeah. maybe the third one. Right, well, first the off, the movie. Purge movies aren't that bad. I, I don't think really? so. I saw the first one. I saw the first one, and uh, not not my cup of uh, tea. No, the, the first one's really cool. Ethan Hawke. It's a it's a. I said I didn't even cool shit talk it. I just said it wasn't my cup of tea. The second one was. Better. Um, I can't have a preference. I, I respect that. I think I liked the second one better than the first one, and then I think I even enjoyed the third one more than the second one. But that isn't saying much because I didn't think any of them were like. Some other uh, DVD or, or I should say Blu-ray releases is uh, Scream Factory is going to put uh, 4K scans of Pumpkinhead and Motel Hell steel books out. And those oh, are supposed nice. to come out. For, they're supposed to come out the same day as uh, the box set. Yeah, I love. Uh, I already own both those original Scream Factory releases. Those films. Uh, and well, I, I, d- I love how Scream Factory is just like well. We already put these out. We did a lot with them. Now let's just release like a steel book with like a, you know what I mean? I mean, I'm not saying, and I think they're supposed to be somewhat limited too. So 
So, but I just like you know they just make, they're I mean not you know not that I don't buy the stuff, but obviously they just so uh, they're making that money. I actually money. I actually do like that they do that because those steel books are always nineteen ninety nine, especially if you can find them on Amazon or Best Buy. But I do like that because I know Pumpkinhead's hard to find with a slip cover, and what's it's a cool For alternative sure. if you can't like I did it with Escape from New York, I couldn't get the slip cover in the case for uh the screen factory one i wanted to find because i waited like an idiot and i tried to get one with the slip cover and it was going for like 50 60 bucks you know what i did let's, i just got um, i got the steel book because they re-released let's, it. yeah let's let's shoot on slip covers right now we all know that we all love them we all cherish them to, to some people they're just pieces of cardboard like but to us like, to us uh, to as fans and collectors i mean yeah, but I people People do crazy things for these slipcovers. I mean, there's people who got slipcovers for sale uh, just by themselves for thirty to fifty dollars. It's insane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I've seen, and we'll see. Uh, specifically, Scream Factory ones. You know, go for uh, one of the Blu-rays. That's you. You know, the retail value is twenty four ninety nine, and you'll see one that's out of print. Or not even out of print, just to, you can't find one with a slipcover, and they're selling for like 80, 90 bucks. And then it's sometimes insane, the yeah, slipcovers I mean, are selling for 25, 30, just the slipcover, just the cardboard. And you know that some poor bastards are going to see that and think it's the actual Blu ray and then fucking buy it. Well, no, no, they're usually pretty good with stating that it's slipcover only, but uh, it depends on how bad you want the slipcovers. Um, and sometimes, I mean, I haven't bought just a slipcover. I bought a lot of slipcovers just to get a, like one or two that I needed. Uh, but I won't spend ridiculous amounts of money. I will try to hunt and get the best deal possible. Uh, but there are some films that I'm just I'm, I'm just submitting uh, to finding slipcovers for and I'm fine owning them without slipcovers. Obviously I prefer the slipcover. I will hunt. I will try to get the slipcover for anything I want slipcover for. Um, Same, yeah. But it's uh, you know there's a line I draw for sure. There's a gentleman who's selling every cutting class slipcover on eBay right now. From he has them buying now for 30 bucks a piece, each one of them. Why would you so. want more than one slipcover for one Blu-ray? Well, no, I mean, he, they're not all together. It's, oh, he's okay. selling them separately. Yeah. That makes more sense. For 30 so he bucks bought multiple piece, copies yeah. of a Blu-ray and then just sells a slipcover? Probably. Or he was a distributor. I mean, because... I mean, I'll out them right now because not enough people listen for this to gain traction or for anybody to actually care. But Mondo, there's a couple people I think that work for Mondo that sell the Mondo stuff on their eBay accounts. Um, and they've been slightly outed before and then they were, you know, bullied into silence. But they'll do that because Mondo releases stuff very exclusively. And I think... There is at least one, possibly two people who are Mondo employees that will sell the shit on their eBay accounts and upcharge for it. How do you know that they're Mondo employees? So one person, so this is, we're going back to 20, I believe 16, uh, spring, early summer, late spring, 2016. I still had a Facebook at the time. I got rid of it later that year. That's neither here nor there. But... Uh, so some guy won uh, an exclusive uh, Texas Frightmare pin, enamel pin, 
off eBay. And it was super rare. You could only get it at Texas Frightmare and only Mondo sold it at their table. So that went on sale the same weekend as Texas Frightmare. So initially you would just think, oh, someone someone just bought it or yeah. whatever, right? So it got sent from, they used a, the label printout, had the Mondo fucking return address on the fucking thing. So you couldn't buy it and then just send it out, you know, in their package. And it came like it was, the label was printed out from the Mondo headquarters oh. in Texas. So he inquired. Yeah, I mean, of, it's he, definitely a bit shady, that's for sure. Yeah, there's just no, there's no getting around that. Like, and and then the guy's post was deleted, and then he went on and posted again, and then they blocked him from the group because it was like a, it was like a, a mer- horror merch fucking like group on yeah. Facebook. Uh, and then he was blocked, and then because I was like personally friends with him because I I would. Just, you know, everyone, you add friends right. and stuff because they're always posting stuff. And, uh, yeah, he was blocked from the group after that. Randomly. So what was that about? Interesting. Conspiracy theories. But, yeah, regardless. Conspiracy uh, so theory. Conspiracy or something so little. But, again, we were talking about these, these piece of shit asshole cocksuckers that uh, resell shit and try to just fuck the real fans, so... Yeah, it's like when they re-released the uh, Ghostbuster figures, and they're only like fifteen dollars a piece. You find all four, and like in a on eBay for like one fifty. Yeah, yeah, that I mean, it goes with everything. That's how everything, unfortunately, works these days. I would agree. Well, you can still buy them separately for fifteen dollars each. Yeah, at Walmart. But you go on eBay, and it's like, oh, all four for one fifty. Because some people are are so you know. Not that bright, uh, that to bright? be kind. Uh, well, some people don't go to Walmart. But also, yeah, they don't realize that you can just go buy it somewhere else for cheaper. Uh, but regardless, yeah. I mean, you're going to get that with eBay, unfortunately. It just It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Any other horror news we need to touch upon? Um, there's just one, well, there's two really quick things I wanted to talk about really quick. One is, uh, as, mo- as you guys know, I'm a big comic book fan, and... Uh, uh, Keanu Reeves is actually working on a comic book right now, which I thought was really cool. It's called Berserker. It's not really horror, I guess, but more of like action and violence. Uh, it's going to come out uh, Boom Studios, which Boom Studios does a lot of uh, a lot of uh, comics like related to movies. That they did like the Evil Dead comics. I think they did the Alien comics. They did a whole bunch of stuff. But, they do the, so that looks really rad. Comics. If you're into comics, check that out. Um, the last thing I was gonna, I wanted to touch on. People might know about this, but I feel like it's still somewhat new. Is as you know, like they're kind of redoing uh, the Universal monster movies. I guess you would call it. Uh, you know, they did uh, Tom Cruise with the Mummy, and just recently with the Invisible Man, which originally was supposed to be uh, Johnny Depp, but he f- passed. And it, you know, I think Elizabeth Moss was in it, and now um, they're doing a new Wolfman, and uh, apparently Ryan Gosling is going to be in it. I'm not sure if he's playing. I think the actual played. Wolfman character. Interesting. Um, but I would I'm pretty. Love I, I'm a big. I'm a big fan of his, and I think that's if that excites me a little bit. There's the dude. What's his name? Like Lee Wanell or whatever. He um, he directed the Invisible Man, and he directed um, like in, one of the Insidious movies, and uh, apparently he's going to be directing it. Uh, when I looked him up, 
apparently he's linked to the Escape from New York remake as well, which I just kind of thought was kind of... I totally, I always yeah. forget that there was talks about doing that. Because I remember, like, like so many of Carpenter's movies are talked about re- being remade. Like, obviously, Escape from New York looks like is in serious talks. I'm not really sure how far along, but I remember The Rock recently talked about, like... He would love to do uh, like a Big Trouble in Little China remake, which is like really crazy. But yeah, I don't know. I just kind of I kind of wanted to give that news that Gosling could be the Wolfman and and kind of see what your guys' take are on uh, on a that and other you know remakes that look like they might happen. Yeah, I would love to obviously see Gosling play the Wolfman. I think that'd be funny. I don't know if that's what he is in talks to play in that in the Wolfman remake, but. It's going to be interesting to see if they'll actually go through with getting the Universal Monster films remade or if they're just going to, you know, they got obviously got frightened off with Tom Cruise's The Mummy. I also don't think that their their hearts, their minds, their brains, their intelligence or their knowledge was in the right place for that movie. Um, I think, I'm not saying it was a bad movie, I'm just thinking they were trying to make it too much it into bad. an action film. That was my. Yeah, I mean, I personally, my... I loved it, but uh, yeah, I mean, I I agree with you. That's. Okay, now you go. No, Sean, I want you to go. You don't. Oh no! I was just reading something that I thought I should. Apparently, two days ago, uh, a Lost Boys musical is getting made. Yeah. Yeah. With Malcolm McDowell playing Max. I think I sent that in the group text. I didn't mm-hmm. get it. Are you no. sure? Real quick. Why did we get off my question? Why are we all of a sudden talking about something else? This is, you're going to irritate me, Sean, and I'm going to take you out. Oh, but I did want to say more. Well, I just kind of wanted to agree that it did get a little annoying that every new Universal Monster like throwback movie was like a big action movie that required well, lots of CGI. Yeah. And what if I you... if you're gonna cut into me, really cut into well, me, that's like, why I... say a sentence. Listen, I stopped because you were talking, you little, you little pecker licker. So just keep going. <laughs> no, I want to hear what you were gonna say. It's a conversation. No, no, no. Keep going. Seriously. <laughs> oh well, I thought what Invisible Man did was really interesting because what was scary back then, they thought of like what would be creepy now, and I think they they did it pretty well. It felt more like a thriller than a horror. But I still thought it was a lot better than, like, if they made Invisible Man an action movie. I really um, enjoyed the newest remake. I th- Yeah, I thought it was great. And I'm excited to see how they're going to do something like that with the Wolfman. Like, it, yeah. it's, well, it's got to be better than that last that. one. Yeah, if they're going to make it more about, like, how can we sort of get under your skin, then, like... How can we up the special effects on the CGI? And I can tell you right now, if it's, if it's a CGI'd wolf, not going to like it. Won't like the film. I, think it's I mean, I can almost guarantee it's, it's going to be a majority CGI wolf. I mean, I don't really see I how feel like maybe it'll be majority... I can tell you right they now, They can't I won't do like the, the same film. thing to us again. <laughs> right? They gotta... I can see them doing practical, but they're going to have to do some CGI. Yeah. No, you don't have to. They choose to. I know, but... They Late know. Phases yeah, but was a low-budget horror film, and their werewolves look great. So, uh, there's a, there was a picture that 
like leaked. Uh, I wouldn't say leaked, but that went out like a couple of years back. Before I think it was before uh, the Mummy movie even came out. But it's got Russell Crowe, Tom Cruise, Javier Bardem, uh, the girl who played the Mummy, and uh, and Johnny Depp. Because obviously Russell Crowe was, you know, mm. plays uh, Doctor Jekyll or whatever uh, in the Mummy movie. You got Tom Cruise in there. Johnny Depp was supposed to play. The Invisible Man. Javier Bardem is actually playing Frankenstein's monster in a Bride of Frankenstein movie that's going to be coming out apparently. And then uh, I don't know. I just think it's, I, I I do think it's cool to, to get the take, but like you're right. Like obviously they're going to be drastically different than how they were originally. Um, I liked the new Mummy movie. I mean, I guess I am a Tom Cruise mark, but uh, I don't know. I thought they did a good job with it, but I don't know. It's a horror-based idea and characters and story. It needs to be based in horror, not action. That was my only complaint. Yeah, I agree. Well, uh, you know, I have, I'm not going to lie. I haven't seen uh, The Invisible Man, the new one, but apparently it's supposed to be... I don't know. I, I read a lot of things that are supposed to be pretty... People liked it a lot, so who knows. And you got to figure that uh, a Wolfman and a Frankenstein movie would be much more darker like in in the horror realm so we, uh, we shall see is the wolfman going to be taking place in modern time or like back then i i don't know i don't know i literally don't know yeah I there's don't not think... really much news about it just no basically that okay well sorry for fucking asking no no one <laughs> was attacking you just answering you uh, apparently though imdb does say a uh, change of pace uh, on the the Escape from New York uh, that John Carpenter is supposed to be an executive producer on it. So, well, I mean, to be fair, I think he'd put his name on executive producer <laughs> anything these days. Yeah, but. I will say, uh, as much I love Johnny to death, but yeah, he he seems to be pretty open about uh, those paychecks. Collect that, collect that cash money. I mean, I'm not mad at it. Watch, He's honest though. He's talked about it. Because yeah. he got asked, like, so. Uh, this is the first time you've been involved with the Halloween franchise in quite some time. And he's just like, he's talked about how great it was and everything. And he's just like, and they paid me. So that was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, by those smokes. Yeah, he loves money. John, I mean, Johnny's I honest I and I love it about him. I love it about him. He doesn't pull any punches. He isn't bullshitting anybody. He isn't blowing smoke. I mean, he is blowing well, smoke, yeah, but he's, he's not blowing smoke on people's like asses. Those, <laughs> you know, he's, he's linked to these comics... And he like openly admits like it's his wife. like his wife pretty much does most of it. He barely does anything with it. He just collects the money. Yeah, Johnny. All right. Um. So uh, I guess to wrap up our little horror news conversations here. Uh, next week when you hear this, this episode is going to be dropping on Wednesday or Thursday. Um. But next week. Uh, Sunday, uh, a couple episodes, I don't know when they're going to be, but there's going to be three episodes that are all covering The Lost Boys. We're going to have several guests, and, uh, you guys are all going to be a part of the, those episodes as well, correct? Yeah, what time? Hell yes. Uh, we'll Hell figure yes. it out. Because Daddy has a new time frame now. We'll get you on. One of the, I'll be able to get you down on one of the times. I thought we did the Lost Boys. No, we have not recovered the um, Lost Boys. The Lost Boys is Legacy Week on the Heart Guide Media Podcast. We're covering it in three episodes. 
Um, so there's going to be different people on different episodes. Uh, there'll be hopefully some of us on the same episodes. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be a good time. And this is uh, hopefully we've uh, informed you or at least annoyed you with some horror news updates. And, uh, yeah, you can check us out at Heart Guy Media on Twitter, on Instagram. Find us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcast, etc. Uh, and, uh, yeah, check us out and let us know you're listening. And, yeah, listen to the new episodes. Up. Just dropped the Terminator episode before this one. So you could check out that. We did the People Under the Stairs before that. So we got uh, and the Lost Boys uh, Legacy Week coming up next week. So stay tuned for new episodes of the Heart God Media Podcast.